0: Welcome back to another episode of My Third Eye. Uh, today, on this episode, I am joined by Amy D and Meredith from the Gold Pill Podcast. Uh, you can find them on Instagram at TakeTheGoldPill, and you can find their their uh, podcast on anchor.fm forward slash Gold Pill Pod forward so slash. Please give them a, a you know a follow. They offer some really good information. I know we chopped it up. Oh man, on a whole bunch of different topics, uh, you know, very good interview. And again, I'd like to have them hopefully back on in the future to do something else. Um, like I said, please go, go like them on, uh, anchor and make sure you follow them and make sure you follow them on Instagram. Uh, you know, they're a newer podcast, uh, very, very, very smart ladies. So, um, having said all that, I, I want to plug, uh, a little mom and pop shop that uh uh i feel very comfortable in and hopefully uh teaming up in the future with uh it's called bearded 518 and they offer a whole array of beard bombs and be- beard oils and like i said this is a local mom and pop style style uh you know store and business uh, located in new york in the 518 area code but in order to get any of their products, all you have to do is go to Instagram and search for bearded underscore five one eight. That's bearded underscore five one eight and DM them. They'll DM you right back. Um, and they'll they'll you can purchase anything, uh, maybe you know see see what all you know sense and what have you they have tons trust me because I, I was on there and uh, I, I can't wait to uh, t- to try some of these products um also uh I'll, I'll plug my stuff as usual you can email me if you want to be on the show um, my third ipod at gmail.com i'm also on instagram uh, uh, for anybody that's new it's my third eye podcast on instagram um telegram i'm i'm pretty active over there. Uh t.me forward slash my third eye pod. Uh other than that, I don't I do have Twitter. It's at my third eye pod. Uh, the only time I really post is if it's a new episode or, you know, I I, I I'll retweet some information that might be popular. But the best way to get a hold of me is on, on Instagram and uh through through email. And like I said, if you have something to offer, you know, for the listeners out there that you think need to hear a certain topic you know email me you know dm me we'll chop it up and uh, we'll see if uh, if we can you know make a show out of it so having said that let's sit back and enjoy this episode of my third eye enjoy these two lovely ladies again that's amy d and meredith from the gold pill podcast and welcome back to another episode of my third eye tonight today or whatever time you want to call it um i'm ghost and i have amy and meredith on from the gold pill podcast so this might be a swap cast um i i do intend on letting them have the audio and uh let them release it if they choose if they don't it's completely fine but i have them on so we can uh pick their, uh, their third eye on, on, on the adventures that they're going through and why they started their podcast. Why, uh, why, why they are so in tuned with, with their, their thoughts and, and the path that they they're going down. And I I first heard them on, uh, the red pill cartel and I was blown away. And I, I was like, I need to get these ladies. On my podcast to get their information out there because i think personally you you two are are gonna you're gonna go somewhere and the information that you guys got and and i hear people have told me that and, I, and i'm just normal dude and you guys are you know average ladies that probably you know humble just like i am and you hear someone tell you that and it's like no 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 i, I you know i hope but no. You two, you two got something big to offer to the game. So I will turn it over to Amy and then Meredith um, after she's done. Uh, please feel free to chime in and plug anything away, plug your podcast, plug anything personally you guys are doing, and we'll start having a great conversation. So I give you Amy.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm Amy D and uh, we have our podcast gold pill pod. Mary and I, we, we, met about I don't know about three months ago or so online. We're not even in real life people and we just vibe on this very cool level, which I would call the gold <laughs> pill level. And I, we want to just bring the party of the gold pill like everywhere and meet some cool people and just keep <laughs> keep the positive vibe authentic. And that's what we're here to do. But you can find us on Instagram at take the gold pill and also on TikTok at take the gold pill. Mirror edit. Yes,
2: hello. Um, I am Meredith. I am a professional astrologer and energy worker and I started this meme page called Meming the Apocalypse on Instagram and I just was looking for an outlet to place all of my psychic kind of uh, sensings and or like just ridiculous memes or tawdry shit that I can't share anywhere else. And um, somehow maybe we were connected through like Emily or like something along those Mm -hmm. lines. Right. Okay. So Emily, um, Emily Moyer, who's an amazing person. um, I think maybe we both belong to her Patreon. And so I think Amy found her way to my private Instagram and just kind of like gassed me up. For like a little while, you know, and I was like very always appreciate, appreciative of whenever I would see you in my inbox because it just felt like we were vibing in the same, we were in the same kind of energy, like having freshly been like black-pilled basically and being like, fuck, okay, so this is where we actually are you know taking a good solid hard look at where that actually could actually be and then i think that the gold pill kind of erupted out of that kind of came to me i don't really know exactly how i think it came to multiple people amy didn't you see somebody like
1: talking about the gold pill yeah, I know. I saw someone talk about gold pillars. I've been I've been seeing lots of people talk about like gold energy lately. And then mm-hmm. also one of the new TikTok filters is like this. Emma, it's called like gold pillar or something. It has the same resonance, mm-hmm. sound resonance, and it's this basically you like have this gold light coming out for you. So mm-hmm. it's this very accessible. Um, I don't frequency, I guess, and I feel like it's a new frequency, and it's kind of cool to be some of the first. Uh, not some of the first, some of the first people that I know to kind of like feel it out, and then it's been really neat just seeing how uh, authentically, not infectious—that's not the right word—but no, it's like but people. Kind of- yeah, it's kind of like for the people who were done crying and who just kind of who accepted what's going on, and there's no problem. Like the crying is a big piece of it, so I'm not trying to rush people through their process. But once right. you're, it's kind of like you know, we there's a different, it's a different way to cry now. <laughs> and oh, for sure. it's just really cool yeah go ahead go ahead
0: <laughs> no uh i i i think i'm gonna maybe kind of blow your mind but probably not blow your mind meredith um i'm an empath and you are i am uh i was about i was that. picking up on some of your energy like because i i did never i did, i think i just started following you on your personal facebook page and then But hearing you on, on Davies with the astrology and the energy work, I was like, oh shit, maybe this was meant because I had a podcast, I I just released an episode and, um, the, the other guest Cisco that I had on Mm -hmm. at the, the, the final two hours, um, we were really talking about being an empath and, and, and reading energy and, and, and going down that whole road, uh, I've been really paying attention to it. And I mm. just hopped off, uh, another, an interview that, um, I was being interviewed for, 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 another podcast. And I was, I was telling that, that, that person, I was like, I, last week I went Christmas shopping mm-hmm. for my wife and I, I, I went in and I went to a store, no problem. I came out of that store. It was in a mall went to go in another one, a, a popular one. I'm not going to plug. Um, mm-hmm. Most every woman in America knows this uh, store. So I walked in and it, it was packed, but immediately mm-hmm. I got this. Uh, mm-hmm. Get out. Like yeah. this, my, I, I knew if I stayed in there, I would come out as my daughter would say twitchy. Like just kind of anxiety-ish, just not knowing what's going on. I was pick- yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm going to listen to what Cisco told me and pay attention to this and, and recognize mm-hmm. it early on. I walked out and mm-hmm. said, I'll go to a different store or get her a different gift. It, it, it doesn't matter. And it worked. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, lately, I, I've also been on, on, a, on a kick where I feel I need to have um, some crystals. Around, mm-hmm. but i don't know yeah which crystal and where mm-hmm. i live in pennsylvania it's, it's such a small i live right right dab in the center mm-hmm. um, we don't have many many of those type of stores um mm-hmm. and i don't want to buy them offline because um she was telling me you know and and, and steve also he, he's like you know put your hand over them you know feel them touch them you're going to pick up on an energy. one will call to you. so mm. it, it it's cool that the work you do and mm-hmm. i've been recently um blown away by astro theology and oh, that so mm-hmm.
3: good actually yeah, that's good is what the
0: bible and every major religion is actually about and i, I remember sh- sharing uh, a, a podcast with with someone that was talking about that and mm-hmm. my, my wife's eyes even was like, Oh shit. Oh <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is it. And now there are some things I can't talk to her about. She's like, Oh, you're getting weird. You're freaking me out. You know, oh, it's yeah. like, Oh, well, it, you know, I understand. I'll, I'll, I'll take my time. You know, she, she really hated the way I broke down the Christmas tree and the star on top and, and who oh. Santa really was. And she's like, you're ruining every childhood memory I had about Santa I was like sorry I'm sorry (laughs) you'll keep your good memories but you know this is this is where you'll cycle through
1: it again and you'll like it's like in two years we're going to be like I still know all this stuff but I'm still like I still like Christmas you know what I mean like you're going to be able to kind of pick and choose the things that you like about it and that's it's liberating once you get to there but yeah it's a bummer having like all your the things that you that you thought you knew about like Christmas, for instance, and just how it's not the thing that you thought it was and how you have to deal with that information. And yeah, um, there's, I don't follow the podcast. This is just really interesting because you brought it up with your wife. There's like Deb gets red pilled or something. I follow it on Instagram, but I, Yeah. I saw the synopsis of one. And I, I I'm assuming the, the whole point is that he red pills his wife. And I guess actually, maybe
0: actually, caused... I believe it's his mother-in-law.
1: Oh, his mother. Ma- oh my gosh. I mm-hmm. actually should really. I mean, I should listen anyways, but I should really listen because that sounds totally incredible. Yeah. Uh, But the, I read the synopsis of the most recent one, kind of like addressing this riff they had in their family, I guess, because of all this information coming to, together and all these different generations and their different understandings of the, the way the world is composed around them coming together at the table and kind of having to confront each other. And it's hard to still be gentle. And, um, it's usually, you know, it can reconcile in a bunch of different ways, but it's interesting to see it happen. And it's really cool to see people come to terms with things. And, but yeah, having it, my, my mom and I have an understanding that she just doesn't want to know. And I respect that. Like if she doesn't want to know that's her decision, that's her choice and free will. And but uh, yeah, there was a definite time where I was just spilling information over to her, <laughs> like that she did not ask for. Yeah, it's same, very same. easy
2: to do. Like uh, the so today I went flyering. I'm trying to alert parents to the risks associated with the uh, current juice that's going around. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I was doing some flying, um, like about 40 minutes away from where I live, and. <clears throat> The girl that I was flying with, she is married and her husband is kind of like he's not juiced, not, you know, like wanting not wanting to participate in the clown show, really, you know, but all of his friends are and like he's just the kind of guy where he wants to keep like a positive like he only wants to interface with something if it's like feel good and like, you know, so but she's like, you know, so it's like a romantic night for her when like they get to watch like Illuminati documentaries. You know what I mean? Like same, (laughs) I know. So whatever, like, you know, that's, it's important. I think on some level, like to have like your values match, like, uh, as best as possible, you know, like people entering into new relationships right now, I tell them like, okay, but what about your values? Like, Mm -hmm. Are are like are they like, where do you like where do you stand? There's a train coming down the road. It's like making people are going this way and people are going this way and like you know, it's yeah. so yeah. You, you know it's kind of yeah. That's my, an interesting. My wife
0: and I offshoot. share a lot of values together mm-hmm. that, that are the same. Uh, like we <clears throat> funny thing is, uh, we watched we tried to well Christmas Eve we watched the New Matrix. Okay. And Uh I was sitting there and I was like, I'm going to watch this just for the show itself, because I was a huge fan when it first came out. Now, obviously, your mind grows and and you know things as you get older and what have you. And Mm -hmm. uh, so I watched I was like, yeah, it it was good. I mean, I I guess it lived up to, you know, the first three. Um, It was a different time period then and then last night when we were coming back from my daughter's uh place watch uh, you know she was opening her presents and what have you and uh, she's like well let's rewatch that again so we put it on and she's actually paying attention and she goes i'm not getting these references and i'm i'm explaining it to her right like you know Mm -hmm. throwing it back to this or throwing it back to that i said you know what let's go back and watch the first one so we did and we started watching it and I could just see her, her, her mind just going, Man, this was in '98 when the first one came out and they're talking about shit that's kind of revelant now. Yeah. And we got to a point where like she was, she was tired. I was tired. I was like, We'll just stop it there. You know, we can, we can pick it up next weekend, whatever. And I just left it at that. You know what I mean? It, 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 I know with her, I, I can't go. Blah. Here's everything I know, and and what I've been learning and researching, and 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 listening to on different podcasts or or guests on my show. I, I can't do that because it's gonna sensory overload her. And mm-hmm. I know what it's like to be sensory overloaded, because you, you're just like, eh, okay, done, reboot. Mm-hmm. You know, gotta gotta move on. Give it mm-hmm. to me in a slow drip. Now where I'm at though I'm like fuck the slow drip give me the waterfall you know what I mean I mm-hmm. want it all right now but yeah. you know, maybe she will yeah. get there one day you know
2: and that's why you have a podcast right that's exactly. why you have this like this outlet for what you love to do can i go back to you talking about empathy can we talk about that can we have yeah. like a can we have Absolutely. like a chit chat about let's, empathy
0: let's talk because Uh, like my Uh, wife says, she she goes, you're the most, or you're the least empathetic empath I've ever met." And
3: unless (laughs) unless you are directly
0: involved in my personal life. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like she'll tell me, you know, Oh, so-and-so died of this or that, and, or, or or just going through this. And I'm just like, okay, uh, why are you concerning yourself with it? Do you know them directly no but they're you know there's mm. somebody i knew or, or a friend of mine's friend or whatever i'm like i don't care and she's like and that's cold i'm like no. <laughs> it does come off as being cold-hearted but yeah, it, it really it's not because i focus my energy on uh the people that are, are very mm-hmm. close to me and mm-hmm. that, I
3: could learn something from that
0: that's where i come from like if it's gonna affect you my wife or my kids or my in-laws, you know, that, that's when I care, but, and, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm a vet. So I have a very weird way of expressing caring. Like her dad Mm -hmm. got sick and got in the hospital and I was, you know, they said it was COVID and this and that. And Mm -hmm. they gave him remdesivir. And I'm like, I looked at her and I'm sitting here supposed to be trying to support my wife. And I go, Brace for the worst. They gave him remdesivir and they're going to put yeah. him on a uh, 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 breathing apparatus yeah. thing. I, start planning for the worst. Luckily, he came out. He's a-okay. However, now Good. he's scared of shit. Now, they're almost 80 years old. So, you know, they grew up in the time frame where they could trust the news back, back in the day. Right. Like, when, it, when it first came out. So, you know, I get that. But, yeah, let's talk empath. Well please
2: <laughs> let's fucking talk, talk about it let's have that conversation uh yeah I I feel that like this there's like this kind of vapid spiritual culture that has like romanticized and glorified being an empath and like I have been like very empathic for most of my life and that shit is no fun that is the least fun intuitive intuitive ability in my opinion because I mean it paves the way to other abilities that can be like that you can turn more on and off like there are strategies there are ways I would love to talk to you about some of the ways that I've come up with and maybe trade
0: strategies like but um, like like you said I, I, mm -hmm. I grew up with these these abilities but I never knew what they were until about Maybe about a year and a half ago, someone goes, "Dude, you're an empath," and I'm like, what's an empath." Like, I, I, yeah, I don't have empathy. Like, and then they're like, "No, no, no, it's much more than that." You know, you, you pick up on all these energies. You can tell. Like, I can walk up to somebody, and, "Hey, dude, you're off today. What's going on?" Oh, no, no, I'm mm-hmm. good. and then the next day, you know, this co- co-worker comes in and he's like, "Ah, oh, dude, I, I, I was actually really going through this." I was like, "Yeah, I, I totally felt it off your energy." You, you got a Learn to learn it's, it's like
1: seeing the situation in like a different dimension sort of it's mm-hmm. um it's like seeing the same picture as someone else but you're spotting it in hd and maybe there's someone who's not as attuned and everyone can kind of attune but um would not see you know they don't get the full picture they get about you know five percent of the picture unless they Absolutely. work on it but um yeah it's really interesting um the the empath thing that that kind of happens though yeah it seems like it's a landing place for a lot of people and not like or it's a destination I think it comes a lot from just having um there's a lot of things to it but I think one of the things is just from having uh just like lots of I had lots of chaos around when I was a kid and I think having to gauge my parents yeah I didn't want to like be like Mm -hmm. yeah you guys too but I think it's a thing that we all like share because we had to really get attuned to our environments and we had to know when steps were coming down the hallway or like what those things signified or you know how there's just different things that we all had to deal with that um, made us more keenly aware of our situation. And I think that's um, also a real piece of it that a lot of people don't um when the spiritual bypassing occurs, I don't think a lot of people account for that, but I I think the real ones Mm -hmm. do. yeah so
2: it could be argued that what modern inverse culture is glorifying or romanticizing about quote-unquote empath is just like having a lot of holes in your energy field from having a lot of trauma and like having that shit from other people whether it's like energies entities like getting in through like some of those cracks and like Amy and I just did a podcast too on human design. And like, for somebody like me, I'm always absorbing, 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 just information, data, pe- you know, sometimes like I do absorb people's energy, but I know how to cleanse myself of it because, and I know how to seal myself, you know, now, but like these aren't the things that they teach you, right? And because then you would become too much to, you know, too strong, too powerful. And we are all about being like as much as humanly possible in gold pill land, because I also don't think that it's my responsibility or anybody's responsibility to take on like anybody else's stuff, anybody else's issues. Like I just don't, but that's something that like we can kind of confuse as a spiritual ability. And I do think that with every empath, there's a clairsentient. There's both a receptive and a projective empath. So you can literally change the whole entire frequency of a room. Like if you are an empath, like what you have going on can also like project, you know, so it's, it's an interesting topic. I obviously have a lot of opinions and a lot to say, but.
0: No, I love well. it. I love it all. because <laughs> I, I, I have actually, you know, in, in the past, you know, when I was in the air force and what have you. Mm. Uh, I would be told you just have a certain presence about you that, that w- it, it, it's calming. And even my wife, you know, when we first met 13, well, next month will be 14 years. Um, she's like, you, you know, talking to you on the phone or when we first started dating or just being in your presence, you know, it, her and I balance each other very well because where I start getting like freaked out about something, she's completely calm. And, and brings me right back down and when she starts getting you know it's the whole yin and yang she yeah. looks, you know i'll be like hey hey you know bring it down you have yeah. no control over it's like you tell me you, no control it is what it is things will work out and you can walk into a room and like you said control it but at the same time that is such a learned um skill because I still struggle with that because I it's so easy for me to feed on mm-hmm. everything that's going around I I've been and I've said this on uh you know one or two episodes or whatever been in at the, just at the grocery store
3: mm-hmm. and, her, her and I were, were in the checkout line yeah.
0: and she goes she, she, you know I call it teeth talking because she doesn't move her lips she just what's wrong with oh. you? what's wrong with you 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 look like you're going to kill everybody in here and I'm mm. like, no I don't want to kill everybody in here but I hear everybody's fucking conversation that's going it's like mm. just flowing around you and, and all mm-hmm. this energy and everything and it's like yeah no, no I'm in century or uh, uh overload like just uh, yeah get me out like you know uh I,
2: so <sighs> I wonder if all of this neurodivergence that's sprung up in the realm is <laughs> like an unintended consequence of like tampering and fuckery. Do you know what I mean? It could like, be. cause, but I'm not mad about it. I love
0: it. No. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I like it too. And, 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 and respect it and, and, and love it. But, you know, cause you, you learn something from every situation
3: mm. like that,
0: you know what I mean? Whether it's, that or even right now you know it, that was just me learning how to to take on all that energy and learn mm-hmm. to be able to push a lot of it back because i since then i i haven't been overwhelmed as much mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you know I, i've spoke about this i think it was with davy and maybe uh-huh. it wasn't davy but um mm. i i i actually when my wife and i were first dating i i actually cheated her up like i i played with my chi ball i was really into that back then i, I fun started, starting to get back into it more and, and maybe not physically working with it with my hands but mm-hmm. she was out she you know, she was going through some shit and um she, she laid down on the bed and she was a massage therapist at the time so she went through the 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 healing art school. So like, mm. you know, her, her teacher knew Reiki and I keep telling her, I'm like, can, can you get in touch with your teacher? Because I would love to have her on the podcast to talk about a lot yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I was like, I'm, I'm going to chew you up. And, you know, I didn't know if that's the proper word for it or whatever. And she's like, okay. So I, I sat there and I did my breathing routines and, and closed my eyes and played with my energy ball. And then I started taking my energy I started with her head, put my energy through it all the way out to her arms, down her whole body, down to her legs. I did that a few times and, and she goes, I mean, she, she actually passed out like, Sweet. Fell asleep. and when she woke up, she's like, I could literally feel the energy coming from your hand, passing through my body and then passing back through and going into your hand. And I, I've never felt that calm. Before and I've done it maybe one or two times. Later, I think in the interview that that when I discussed it, I said I ne- had never done it again, but mm-hmm. I, I did. And um, it's something I want to really get back into. But it, 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 trying to explain to somebody that that okay, it's it's not like you see an anime where I can go or or like Star Wars where you can go and energy flies. <laughs> no, it's not like that. It, but there yeah. is energy because we are yeah. energy.
2: Yeah. We're totally like a current, like, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I think that that's awesome. And I highly encourage you to continue to build up energy. I mean, I think like empaths or people who got the spirit about them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, should have some kind of daily practice of some sort. Like I, have kind of fallen off with that. Cause I just moved, but like in this conversation, I'm like daily practice. Oh, you know, I'll go back to that. Cause I'm like, it's so it's for me, it like tethers me to, um, my body in a good way and to this world and a good way too. And like, it kind of sets the tone for like the type of day that I experience. you know, and like a lot of my practices are like physical or like journaling or visualization or like it kind of just depends on like the mood that I'm in or like the time of the month like just to be totally like upfront about you know how you know I don't know yeah. so yeah
1: well it's really cool you were talking about um the different ways that it can like manifest to people How being Mm -hmm. an empath is kind of like an umbrella term. And then there's kind of like, what's the next level? And for that, it's like, what, how does it manifest best for you? And at first it was like, I was thinking it was all about feeling other people's feelings and like hearing their thoughts. And for me, it's like, uh, it's, I feel it in my body or like, I'll, I'll pick out certain things people say, or just certain things will come back to me, but everyone gets it differently. My masseuse, is such a her hands are she's so intuitive, you know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. she has an absolute like her hands are healing and yeah. uh, miraculous. And there's just people out there who are doing all this kind of work, and the, there's many different ways it manifests. And so, absolutely, you know, I just want people to know that the, uh, being the empath is really. The entry level and then how you refine it over time is like really how you unlock your superpower because you'll start seeing what comes more naturally to you. And yeah, it's it's neat. It's like a developing process that takes like your whole life. It's really cool.
0: Yeah, it is. And like yeah. I said, you know, I, I've been dealing with these experiences my whole life. I just thought it was just me utilizing a coping mechanism. You know what I mean? This, <laughs> this is what it is. Um, my latest episode, uh, when I was talking with uh, Cisco, towards the end, I have uh, a weird ability and I don't know how to use it for, for good. But if I'm talking with somebody doesn't doesn't even need to be visual, I could be talking to them on the phone. Mm-hmm. I start picking up on on very prominent colors that might be around somebody now. Ooh, Ameri- what Meredith, are our colors? Tell yeah, me. Um, <laughs> she was like maybe you're picking up on people's auras, and i'm like well i've never physically looked at somebody and saw their aura around them but having a conversation now meredith you keep moving around so i'm i'm looking at the screen and i i see a lot of colors so i couldn't do it with you however amy <laughs> uh-huh you have something green around you
1: oh i'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> do you that's awesome it- yes uh, yeah, I have, like, all of my Christmas stuff over here.
0: Okay, and it's not, just just to be fair, right, Meredith? It's not visible in, in, in our screen, correct?
1: No, you can't see it. There's lots of Christmas stuff. I have tons of green Christmas oh, yeah. paper and stuff, yeah.
3: yeah. And I'm Mom... also
1: in California, and I'm legal, but I'm also, I'm taking of the herb, and so right. it's. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Which it, but, like, like but mama with, Yeah. But with (laughs) Meredith,
0: I'm I'm not picking up on any any colors around. However, because she's all of the colors, I feel you know that that energy connect. But it it's weird that (laughs) I don't know what that ability is, and and, (laughs) it's driving me nuts. I gotta figure it out. But
2: it's fun, yeah. yeah. I like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've blown some people away with (laughs) to the point. Hell yeah, uh, ghost, come on, heck yeah, stop it. Are you? Are you like? So you were in the
1: Air Force, ghost. I have like so many questions, or I don't want to hijack, but um, that's so neat.
0: (laughs) Go ahead, (laughs) ask away. I just just... was
1: wondering how long ago, and like, did that impact kind of how your your awakening happened, or were you? How did you? How did that happen for you?
0: I was already. I don't know. Everybody always asks when was your awakening moment? And I'm like, the more I think about it, the moment I was born, because I've always been inquisitive. And, you know, I said, you know, sitting on Masonic steps when, you know, I was in middle school and talking conspiracy talk about how, oh, if you talk bad about the Masons, they'll disappear you and this and that, (laughs) you know, and talking about just all sorts of different stuff, you know, like the Cabal and Illuminati and, yeah. and, and what have you. So I, I've always been inquisitive about it. So I don't really know when I woke up. I was in the Air Force from 96 to 2000. So okay. um, it, it was a fun so time. So you got
1: out before 9-11, is I did. correct? Okay, wow, when that, okay. when that happened,
0: I had just, I got with my my ex-wife and that happened and i was like oh you know i need to go back in you know i, I want to contribute and then she had gotten pregnant and uh uh-huh. two years later because I was in oh one my daughter was born in oh three but uh the whole time i was like you know I, I need to but something was saying no don't You just don't and yeah looking back on it i'm glad now the job that i had I wasn't I wasn't inventory. But okay, I, right. I was a weapons loader. I I was responsible for a lot of death because I loaded the bombs, I loaded the missiles, I loaded the chaff, the flare, the 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 rounds that, you know, went into the yeah. you know, that that's what we did. And then yeah. the pilot would take that aircraft, go up and do his thing and and, and fly off. And yeah. wow. what a lot of people don't know um, ninety-six to two thousand, there was a there was like this quote unquote rest time in uh-huh. the Gulf War. Okay, the Gulf War never ended. Okay. Okay. And what people don't know is we stayed over there. We were always flying missions, um, you know, yeah. doing whatever, you know, dropping yeah. the bombs. And, I, you know, and then 911 popped off and it was like now with the knowledge I have now yeah it's like that's why you didn't need you you shouldn't have gone back over because it was mm. bogus everything was done for for a ritual and to keep you know the,
3: the that's world really vacant,
1: really a is you know. a ritual well, it's so That's... strong because you had just gotten like freshly out and like that mm. programming that you fought to go back in was brilliant. Really like I just can only mm. imagine. So oh, like, congratulations. Mm. Yeah. You know, I- my
0: load crew, we had a, a, a 90 what was a 99.8% pass rate in in load bar, which every month you had to go down and be certified on loading different munitions. And mm-hmm. we were good. We, we were really fucking good. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Sure. I was like, you know, man if i could go back and get my crew you know the crew that i was on man we'll load the fuck out of some missiles some bombs you know whatever get, get these you know jets turned around get them up there you know drop these fucking bombs wish mm-hmm. i in hindsight i wish i would have worked on the a-10 i worked on the f-16 and as i uh-huh. that's six four uh the wingtip is like right here at the bridge of your nose Oh. I hit my head a lot. It wasn't, the perfect, sure. air, it wasn't the perfect aircraft because I, I, I wanted to be like on the F-15 or the A-10, you know, cause it, it yeah, you know, yeah. It bigger jet, but no, it was fun. And I met a lot of, a lot of good people that I'm still in contact with. You know, my old, um, my, we ran in a three man crew. So your one man was your supervisor. I was the two man. I was in charge of the toolbox plus learning what the one man did. So I mirrored his job. And then the three man he, he drove what they called, we call them jammers. And basically they're like this weird little, I don't even know how to explain it. They're like a forklift without forks, but you know, you, you you could put a bomb on it and would raise it up to the the ejection. Okay. Yeah. Like a lift. Yeah. Like a little lift. And that's what he did. And then he armed, you know, all, all the, all the detonators and what have you. But uh, yeah, you know, the people that you meet it's a it's a beautiful thing. it, it is a brother yeah. and sisterhood. And yeah, yeah, when you, when, when you see people coming out and um you know they're like, Oh, you're because you know, and I, I got a lot of looks even when I was in, because I keep my head, you know, you know, shaved and I'm a tall white guy, you know, I'm yeah Scandinavian mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Yeah. Celtic descent and mm-hmm. um Czechoslovakian on my mom's side. So oh you're a big white skinhead. No no, I don't, I, bro. I don't see, yeah. you know, I see yeah, content yeah, of yeah. character. Um, other than that, yeah. no, I, I bleed green, you know, and I, some of my best friends were of different ethnicities and yeah. colors and it, yeah it, it was the best, you know, mm. I'll, I'll tell you anybody out there, you go to a good Southern, um, African-American family barbecue, you're, yeah. getting, treated, you're getting treated good. And yeah. you better eat Absolutely. because if you walk away hungry, you're a dumbass because they have the best fucking barbecues out there and fried catfish and some collard greens. Mm, give it to me all day long.
1: It was just a different time back in the nineties. Um, it was just different. It was, there wasn't the internet wasn't as crazy. And so it's the, that kind of stuff just didn't even um, register. It's like hard to explain unless you were there. But, um, you have a daughter also, so she's like Gen Z.
0: I think she'd be a millennial. She was born in 03.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. That's so cool. It's, um, how is it like, I don't have children. How is it like raising kids and this whole knowing what you know about the state of the world and stuff. And how do you keep it? How do you keep it gold filled? Um, I just, that's a great question. That is a great question because looking back
0: on it, um, when my daughter was born, uh, her and I right out the gate always had a special connection. Like she was always a daddy's girl, you know, her mom, you know, through the divorce and what have you, long story short, she, she wasn't the most cooperative, but her, Mm -hmm. my daughter and I always kept a, a, a good relationship. I ended up getting remarried and i ended up having um a stepson, up mm-hmm. and i just always kept it real with them you know what i mean like they they would come home and you know this is what we learned or whatever and i'm not going to tell you to be a right winger or a left winger because you're both flying the same fucking bird at the end of the day
3: mm-hmm. look, look
0: for the truth yeah <laughs> always look for the truth you know what i mean okay and yeah so they grow up um My, my stepson, he he's not vaccinated, neither me or my wife. And my daughter is now got coerced into getting vaccine because she wanted to not be able or not have to wear a mask on campus.
3: Oh my gosh. So that, that
0: was, that was the initial back then. Now she's only had the first two doses. Hopefully they were placebo you know, she's never had any right. adverse right. side effect or whatever, Nice, but, but like my, my stepson, which I call my son. So I'm yeah. gonna quit referring to him as my stepson. My son will always uh, cool. look at her and be like, what's up Guinea pig. And she's like, Oh, stop it. I understand. Oh. Like she, she knows. And but at the same time, there's times where she comes to me like, okay, I'm getting indoctrinated over here a little hmm. bit and it's like no snap back to reality what you're learning no uh-uh that, yeah. that, that's not how it is and even what i'm trying to tell you is probably a complete and utter fucking lie um because everything that we've ever been told through history we've been lied to you know what i mean it's right. yeah. written by the victor but long story short they both have very good common sense heads on their shoulders. And mm-hmm that that didn't come from just me that uh, that also came from my wife because my wife took my daughter in just like i did her son and you know, they're they're ours you know they, mm-hmm. they, yeah they're they're his dad and her mom are fucking i'm sorry i'm gonna say this but they're fucking retarded and at, yeah, at, yeah, at, yeah. at the end of the day you know what i mean so kind
2: of the living worst yeah
0: yeah and mm-hmm. even even my daughter's um uh who she's dating, uh, goes, dude, your mom's completely manipulated. And I'm like, yeah, I I could have told you that from day one, that that's all she does. She's a manipulator, you know? And, and, and that's how most of these schools and, and certain jobs do that. They don't care about you. They just want to manipulate you into thinking a certain way. So you go out and No offense, wear a pussy hat and scream and yell and cry Mm -hmm. because some dude got elected that, okay, some people voted for, did some good things, but at the end of the day was a douchebag as well. You know? Yeah. I I don't know. (laughs) Sorry.
1: No. Institutions.
2: Sorry. I have a friend who's a public health um, student at uh, the well the college that was local to the town that I just left um and he's absolutely wonderful some people the juice changes their energetics some people it doesn't and like with him I don't feel I feel like he has light coming out of him he's totally gold-pilled too and black-pilled so he's fine like he's taken both juices and has um is very concerned that like he's gonna have to get the booster he got the you know the affliction he got rona so you know it's like after he got both you know and so he's just like what the heck you know like this is all bs and nonsense and like he's just kind of like he they're really wargaming this at institutions like schools hospitals you know like the places where people go for their institutional things I would imagine like probably the court system is probably game war. like war gaming mm-hmm. this and you know it, like where are you kind of like there's apps and there's like forms and there's tests and like it's like they're totally like it's it's mostly like at, at colleges dude mm-hmm. it's insane they are like wargaming oh, the fuck out of some colleges right yeah. now it's and, and, very and alarming at the end
0: of the day, yeah it, it's succeeding 90 percent of the time you know what I mean that's right you go to any college and you you rarely run into a true free thinker like that will challenge what their professor is saying and what society or the government's saying and and looking into it on their own i mean you see it all over tiktok facebook whatever you know they these people do these you know interviews you know who was the first president of the united states and it could be somebody that's 20 and it could be somebody that's 60 oh i don't know
1: but you know i like that kind of stuff Hello? doesn't even bug me because it's like the government is kind of clownish and so but i think what if you th- what my like sort of like signifier of someone that like gets it or doesn't is either you get that you're being lied to and they don't care about you and then all of this is done in the name of that but it's for other reasons and right. we could all argue to the cows come home about what those reasons are but they don't care about you and that i and some of the people that I've kind of like taken a real, I've been there, let's say they're Sherpa for waking up. That's kind of the mantra we always have to go back to is like, they don't care about you. So the things that you're thinking are based on this foundation of they care. And that is simply not true. So we have, that's like the number one thing that I have, that you have to go for. And yeah, anyways.
0: Oh yeah. You're absolutely right. I was just making like a, a generic, you know, Statement. Oh, absolutely. So you know I wasn't mean, going at you
1: at all, but it made yeah. me think it, it pinged my little senses. And so you, I was thinking a lot receptors. about
3: that.
1: <laughs> yes,
2: there what? you go.
3: There you go.
2: Would a wide awake, open, free thinker be at college? No. <laughs>
3: no.
2: Dude, I like I was so deep in the academic mire like back in the day. I actually worked Same. with veterans, um, like on a couple of different research type endeavors okay and yeah like definitely like a super like shit upon group from my <laughs> observation like uh, that's, absolutely. Where the coi- that's where ah. the term
0: was coined to learn to embrace the suck because once Ooh. you embrace the suck nothing sucks
2: Sometimes you just have to eat the shit sandwich. You just have to eat the You have to eat it. If you learn to to like the taste of shit,
0: then it doesn't taste like shit.
2: You know, you can put a little bit of mustard on it. You can dress you it up, dress it down, you know. Yeah,
0: but at the end Dress of the day, it I down. I said. would love
1: to see that. <laughs> I mean.
0: Pick out the corn and the peas.
1: Yeah, dressing it down. Yes. <laughs> As <laughs> we went there.
0: Yes,
2: it only took however long we've been recording. Thanks,
1: yes. <laughs> Yeah, but the the foundation that people yeah just the understanding that they don't care and uh, that was a big one. That's like maybe the only most important one for me. And then it's kind of easy to understand the way the world works. And then it's easy to find the people that do care about you.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, because absolutely. they
1: act so differently. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, I, I was just agreeing with you. I was just saying absolutely. Like.
1: Yeah, oh okay. I, mean,
0: I don't I don't even know how to curtail that because, you know. <laughs> We we went from poop and embracing the suck <laughs> to uh, people understanding and caring about you. So yeah, that, that was kind of a weird. Segue well, you know, I,
3: the
2: gold pill I, well, goes long, it goes wide, it goes it far. Does. It doesn't really have any like it you has know, no bounds.
1: Hey, it has no fine. bounds
2: to which to where. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, when you're trying to pry open your third eye, you're gonna get it all. So,
2: <laughs> not uh, that the truth. <laughs> That's too much. Get,
1: too
0: much. You get the you get the good, the bad, and the ugly.
1: So. Yeah, that's right. So, um, you are you have like Scandinavian descent. Have you done like the twenty three and Me or anything? Or
0: no, I I won't give out my. uh my
1: Yeah, I haven't wish. done that either. I definitely. I, have, about I, to, I was that it.
0: close to doing it. I'm about to I, do it. I, yeah. I was so close, and then I'm like, these fucking companies are run by China. And yeah. then you listen to other podcasts and then you go down the conspiracy rabbit hole. It's like, oh, they're, they're, they're collecting all our DNA. Why do they need to collect yeah. our DNA? Uh, are they going to, you know, share it with other countries to make super weapons to really fucking try and take us out or, or clone it? The conspiracy. Yes. They're going to do all that. of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, no, I'll just go by what, you know, my, my ancestors, you know, wrote down and, and how they studied it. and then. You
3: know, yeah.
0: Gave to me and well, obviously I didn't do anything with it but yeah I have I have like some Norse in me some Celtic in totally. me. Totally. And my my mom's family actually came here straight off the boat from from Czechoslovakia. Like my mom wow. literally grew up speaking Czech and That's hated crazy. it so much that she never wanted to pass it on. Man, like, yeah, you you could have passed on something so cool to me. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't have a use for speaking Czech, but to be able to speak Czech, yeah, yeah. You out and, check and you wouldn't even know it. I'm trying to make it sound pretty, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, my mom came here off of uh, the boat from Germany in 1955. So she's nice. the same. She has like five words that she knows. But yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh,
1: it's, it's weird, yeah, and it's a bummer too because you don't really get like the culture that you definitely are a part of. But you, it's, uh, American culture is what it is, but it's not our traditional culture, and no, I just think that's a bummer for all of us, especially since there's kind of this rejection of who you used to be the minute you get here, like Ellis Island style. Like your name's gonna be different, and it's gonna mm, fit in. And,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: And, and, and dude, I, I don't want to be bring race into it, but if you if you came here and now here we are living we're three white people they automatically think we're just white racist colonizers and it's like whoa hey no uh uh-uh i don't agree with everything that went on back in the day you know yeah that was fucked up government policies and
2: the same groups are like like the jesuits and like the knights of malta's and all of these fucking groups are pretty much responsible for like every like major genocide and like all of this, right? So like my, I'm white, you know, and my ancestors, I believe, are Circassian, mm-hmm. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and so these are not my lands, you know. The practices that are uplifted here are not my practices. It's okay, like it's it's just the truth and the reality of it, right? And like you know, there is something that is a little bit like spiritually. Like disconnecting about that, where like you want to have a connection to your lands and your ancestors and stuff like that. So yeah, being in America is very interesting at this time because can I get like super like astrological, nerdy? Okay. That's fine. So
0: you I better gonna, I was just gonna ask you if we could go into so, astrology.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know if you've heard about the Pluto return for the US. I'm just gonna reach well, right what? in there and just go yes. right for
0: it. Go for it take it away
2: Um, so you know pluto was in capricorn when this nation was founded you know at the very like ending degrees of capricorn which is where it's kind of approaching now the pluto return is exact on february 22nd of 2022 it's almost like we live in some kind of like matrix or something simulation yeah (laughs) right like it's almost like this is like operating on gears (laughs) i'm like you know but so like. Pluto and Capricorn is that like overgrowth, that like late stage capitalism mixed with like ideological, like hive minded liberal, like, ugh, you know, that like Marxism, right? Like, and it is that like institutional corruption that's just grown so much that it's like an overgrowth. And like, we have been as a nation, in my opinion, avoiding looking at it look at it people like look at it like you have to see it and i think that like at some point like it just overgrows so much that you literally just like can't ignore it you know and i think that so that's the pluto return of the us right but capricorn's opposite sign is cancer which is about the home the roots the mother oh what is that i can't see it hang on Uh, oh, there it is. Cancer. Are you a cancer?
0: Me? No, Uh, no, I, I'm not. My daughter is I'm, I'm Pisces actually, but.
2: Oh, love it. Okay.
0: You brought that in.
2: (laughs) I want to ask more about that in a second, but I will say that like cancer is the connection to the ancestral, the connection to the roots and the home and like the homelands you know this is like cancer territory right and so I just think like it's a brilliant way to kind of like emotionally cauterize people in a sense is to kind of like disconnect them from their land their roots right and then take them into this
1: yeah it's interesting if you think about war and and like and Under those circumstances, it's like, even if you don't get the the body count, let's say you're still destroying a city and displacing people's homes, and you have all that displaced energy, and it's almost as if with everything that's going on, like, we're not, no one is going to be at their homeland anymore because everyone's going to yeah. be moving around trying to get away from different things but um I'm sorry go ahead I didn't no, need to you hijack t- you- your this apology. is
2: a huge time yeah. of this well this is like another reset and like the last I would consider like the last reset like w- was like what displaced us all in the first place like you know mm-hmm. on some level some way you know we've all been through this before on some level so we know that like a displacement
1: is you know even if you just think about like if you you go with the 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 colloquial history of like columbus or whatever Mm -hmm. which is (laughs) the legend is that the world went flat to round right and he knew it like there was this whole different conception of the way the world worked and that then it displaced like literally everything because you know there was a whole migration of people and land territory you know battles things like that um you know allegedly blankets being handed out you know things like that um right but also it's really what helps what helps me sort of like decipher like the I'm a a racist colonizer from like the reality of the situation is like White and black and all these different colors are constructs. We're all like people from countries. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, and so if you kind of take out United States right now, like you were, from, you have uh, Czechoslovakian roots, and we all have like different places that we're from. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. It just seems I kind of lost my train of thought. But um can you get me back on Mayor?
2: Well. Yes. And I'm going to kind of like add to what you're saying, if that's okay. Like, so I was saying about my Circassian ancestors, right. And they were driven out of the Caucasus mountains by the Russians and were basically like genocided and like sold into like sex slavery and stuff. So like, nobody's like, I just don't think people realize like, if people don't know their own history, you know, whether it is like ancestral or just kind of peeling through, you know, cause like the news is obviously terrible, right? Like we can all agree right. that the news is horrible, but history is like the version of that, that like is the past, you know, it's like the, the history is like the news, you know, it's kind of like, so you have to like go in for yourself and kind of decipher like your own history, which Kind of gets me back to something that is kind of unrelated, and sorry for kind of like following my.
0: No, but can I just jump in real quick when you, hell you said no. yeah. can't, cancer uh, was always <laughs> uh-huh. looking to tie into their past, right?
3: Mm-hmm. My absolutely
0: my, nan, my nana, uh, my wife's nana, uh, mm-hmm. she lived to ninety eight. um She just she passed away like I think two years ago, maybe might might be three, but she mm-hmm. always looked at my daughter. You know, she embraced her she goes oh you have such an old soul because my daughter loves old stuff like
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know whether it was from my nana's past or whatever she collected but and and i'm kind of the same way too like i've always mm-hmm. been drawn to to older stuff like just looking into it or wanting to know it's what's roots. your i'm Python. what's your
2: moon sign
0: uh i don't know i'm i'm new i'm new to all this he's fresh astrology
3: okay
0: i'm a noob
2: (laughs) can you like send a chat with your time date and place of birth if you want like honestly can i roast you on my on i'm just kidding
0: what i don't care um the, (laughs) the thing is i i honestly my my time of birth has always changed every time my mom's told me. So I don't know if I was born at <laughs> five fifty six or six thirty five. I was born in the okay. early okay. hours in the morning on March twentieth, nineteen seventy
2: seven. Mm, let's find out your rising sign. Let's play a game. Okay, unless you don't want to take up your podcast with this.
0: No, uh, I do actually. That's what this <laughs> podcast is all about. <laughs> because I, I'm I'm really intrigued by by it because the other day um a couple weeks ago the wife and i were you know out christmas shopping and what have you and i looked at these candles and Mm -hmm. it had all the the zodiac signs and then it had your um ruling planet um, Mm -hmm. and i was like oh shit i never knew my ruling planet was jupiter i was like that's kind of cool and i went to look for hers hers completely sold out i was like okay well huh. you're ruling planet and the whole the whole purpose of it was like okay i'm gonna come back and learn about it whether i do the research or i have people like you two on to hate <laughs> me because that's why Meredith I started is the podcast. astrology queen and i so love yes. it.
2: so send me the birth information even if you just told me because um you know
1: he's march 20th
2: Okay, thank you. See, you're awesome.
1: Well, I'm March fifteenth, so we're very close. I'm 1981, though. What is he? He's 1977. So yeah. You know, oh heck yeah.
2: That's that girl. All right, and then in the wee hours of the morning, right? Yes. Hmm. All
3: right. And then
2: where were you born?
0: Gillette, Wyoming. Gillette. Isn't that like a is razor? That,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: best man. Can but
1: come. is it like connected? Is there like a big factory there, or is it named after the the people? No, it just is.
0: It's just Gillette, Wyoming. Yeah. Gosh,
1: yeah, always no, seeking no meaning. factory
0: for razor blades or nothing.
1: Okay, okay, we'll have to see. I'll have to look into that. It's interesting when there's like those little synchronies, synchronicities.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I always that's how I explained it to people when I was young. I was like, "Yeah, I was born in Gillette, Wyoming." You know, like kind of like. The, well how's it spelled like, like the razor company
3: yeah, oh, is that yeah, where yeah It's, from? it's the same no, thing.
0: no it's not where it's from but you know <laughs>
3: no.
0: that's just no relation
3: yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: my grandparents on my 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 father's side um they lived in a little town in wyoming called tensley and uh-huh. it, it got its name because from buffalo to oh, i'm gonna draw a blank on on the next town over um and my dad if I, I know you listen. You're going to kick my ass. You're going to smack me upside the head and be like, how, how can you forget <laughs> that? But uh, anyway, the next town over, um, it was where 10 sleep is, was 10 sleeps. And then it was to the next town. So uh-huh. they had to sleep 10 times from Buffalo, Wyoming to get to 10 oh. sleep. And then the next town over. I love was, that. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, crazy stuff like that. But like I said, I'm I'm a noob to the whole astrology thing. I I, I think it's mm. fascinating. Um, I have I a grew- series <laughs> of
2: questions
0: I, uh, for you. Okay, do do you do tarot as well?
2: Yes, I do read tarot cards, as because does I, Amy. I do yeah, because
0: I I really want to get into doing that because my, mm. you know, your whole life you're you're saying, oh that's that's bad juju. You shouldn't do that. No, mm. no. Um, I think you should love it. So yeah, divination away.
2: is the shit. Yes. <laughs> um, fire away. Well, so I have a series of questions. I'm just kind of trying to like refine like what your actual time is, um, and I think that like so I put in 5:30 in the morning, okay. And I'm really like feeling like this chart is accurate so but I have a series of questions I just want to confirm some of the suspicions that I have so is your dream time like very interesting active
0: oh I have a lot of very interesting dreams Um, almost
2: like you're like in the spiritual war or something mm -hmm. that you have like a big role in that or like that you like feature in that or something I don't know
0: um my, my most recent dream that I had just the other night,
3: mm-hmm. I
0: was at my daughter's apartment's her, her door, and because she lives on the second floor, you had to kind of walk mm-hmm. around the back, and I w- in, in my dream, I was told to go over there for some reason, but in my dream, it was, it was really cold, which mm-hmm. could play to the, the part of the year, but it hasn't been this cold. And like, you know how you get that, like, like when you watch in certain movies, it just kind of shakes a little bit and like the the vision. So that's kind of how it was. And I kept reaching for the doorknob and everything was locked. And every time I went to knock on it, my knocks weren't heard. And I was trying to get in because I needed to get up there for some Mm -hmm. reason. And then I woke up and I have a lot of dreams where like, like I'm people that
3: Mission
0: centered. Yeah. Listen to the podcast. No, I I'm really into uh gourmet mushroom hunting in, in, in the Ooh, wild. and yes. cool.
3: I'll Good have stuff. dreams
0: where I, I come across big, big harvests of, of mushrooms and I'll go out the next day and not find anything. But then like a week or two later, <laughs> I'll, I'll be fruitful. in, in my yeah. gathering. So it's kind of like projecting something that might happen. So if if that answered your question yes Yes,
2: 100 definitely did okay so my next question is kind of personal sorry I'm going to put you on the spot um so have relationships in general been like a central both like mm, like huge like ass whooping type lesson after lesson after lesson but also this just like maybe now it seems like with your wife you have this like space of peace and freedom and autonomy but also togetherness and like it seems like you guys have like a nice balance going on at this point you know
0: yes and uh okay. even when we first started dating i i received a lot of ass whoops um but yeah we've balanced, we've balanced that out, you know, to the point Mm -hmm. where, you know, she's of German Mm -hmm. descent on, on, on one side of her family. And I forget where her mom's side of the family comes from. So Mm -hmm. they're they're very, they're very strong and and emotionally Mm -hmm. driven and, you know, not afraid to back down from a fight like a Rottweiler or whatever.
3: Mm -hmm. And, uh,
0: (laughs) but I'll
1: take it,
0: you know, (laughs) but, but at the end of the day, she's so loving so nurturing mm-hmm. and now in our relationship I, I can be like i'll look at her and be like babe you're giving off a a, a weird aunt. well the, the house isn't hasn't been cleaned and, and people might mm-hmm. be coming over yada 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 you know just something mm-hmm. i'm gonna be like hey relax you keep a clean house all the fucking time to dirty. Yeah. nobody else thinks it's dirty." is she no. a virgo she was born in may
2: Okay, cool. Maybe she's like a Taurus or something. That's nice. I, well, I, uh, so can I ask you another question
0: ask about
2: your chart? So um, what is your relationship to authority? Like in terms of like your like daily work, like bosses and stuff like that. Is that a point of contention at times where you're like, oh, fuck. With, or with like... The-
0: with the boss that I have now. Yes.
2: Oh, bosses, I imagine.
0: Bosses previously. No, I've always, I've always, not always, but you know, for the most part, always respected who, who my supervisor was or who my boss was. Nice. And you know, Hey, it, you, you treat me good. I'll do anything to scratch your back and, and we'll make this thing happen. The boss okay. I have right. currently now, the funny yeah. thing is I was in a manage, managerial position. Under Mm -hmm. him, but he 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 had to do it his way, and yada yada yada. Long story Mm -hmm. short, me and him went rounds verbally, and he saw a side of me that I I don't like to you know let out. You know I yeah I I can get angry like a Viking yeah like a Viking now and again.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: My wife calls me like okay He, he he poked the bear and the bear woke up and
2: right. Um, right 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 so
0: I stepped down and but that was the first time I ever did that. I've always mm. been a person that that strive to be in a leadership role and, mm-hmm. and and thrived in those roles because I knew mm-hmm. I had something good to bring
3: right. to
0: whatever position I was doing at that time or whatever job it was at that time.
2: Yeah. All right yeah I think that the chart that I'm looking at could be at least close to your chart, so that's fucking awesome. Can I tell you about it?
0: Yeah, please do.
2: okay. so you actually are a Pisces rising if this is the right time, which I kind of think that it is. Um, so the rising sign is like the it's like the vessel that your soul chooses to move around in. It's kind of like unconscious, like. You know how, like, there are parts of you that, like, other people observe, but you don't observe them? That's kind of the rising sign is like that, where it's so instinctual that we don't even realize that it's happening. But guess what? Your unconscious and your conscious are the same because your son is also in Pisces, as you know. Your son is at the anoretic degree, which is like the la- the very very last degree like you were born on like the last day or like the last minute moment of Pisces season mm-hmm. and that does carry like pretty old soul type frequency energy and old souls are usually more aware of what's bubbling up beneath you know the the beneath the layers of the conscious mind you know wow. so you're also really aware of everything all the time. Like I could see that for sure. You have a lot of planets in your first house, which, uh, you know, having like the, okay. So you have your moon in Aries. So I'm just going to keep riffing. I don't know. Your moon is like your internal self. It's like your, uh, how you are on the inside, right? But a lot of your insides are kind of on the outside, you know what I mean? Like when you're feeling a certain type of way or like when you're having a, a whatever like kind of mood you're in, it definitely does very much like convey like outwardly what's going on. Like I would say it's probably like visible, like, you know, yes. and you are.
0: I, I wear it on my face and on my <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, but there there is a lot of like sponginess to Pisces rising, Pisces sun, which does kind of make like and having mercury and and your moon together in your first house of self, you're always like taking in information from your environment and like there's a lot of like wanting to go out and do literally everything and like also taste like the entire apple of life in like one bite, you know, like and like kind of spontaneous energy so it's like old soul but like youthful kind of you know like curiosities mm. but yeah like very much like energetic hygiene and maintenance and salt baths and like you know what I mean like candle work and like you know yeah,
3: just keeping the, your
2: energy yeah. clean like super clean squeaky clean you know is a good because you are a like that is very spongy Pisces energies uh, there's there's a strong thread of Pisces energy among all the people
1: that are talking right now which is
2: not surprising at all probably oh, that, that is crazy. I get like no. a
1: triton or like a king of like <gasps> cups like energy king of cups
2: yes I could totally see that that's a really like
0: astute. okay enlighten me because i a, it's new- a
1: yeah, go ahead. It was just basically like the is like the the solid, the form, the, the thing that's like concrete. And so like, I, I don't know, Aries energy comes to mind, but someone who's just really strong in their position. And that
0: then also funny the, you but, said Aries, because it, mm-hmm. I was born on the last day of Pisces, but there are certain traits that I do connect to with Aries.
2: Because yeah. your moon like, is in Aries, your Mercury is in Aries, your Venus is in Aries, your sun is in the house that's related to Aries, as are all the things I just listed. You're kind of like an Aries,
1: you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but then also you have like the emotional, <laughs> like inner worlds too of the Pisces. So you have like kind of mm-hmm. Neptunian, sort of like king of the sea, like which is yes. sort of a paradox and an interesting. Like I'm, I'm just going to throw
0: it out there. I'm, I'm a bitch. You hurt my feelings. I, I, I feel really bad, you know what I mean? Like, I. I
1: oh yeah You're sick it,
3: the tides on of if, it, if
0: someone like if i try to do something and and, and people are just like oh, not buying it and, and mm-hmm. just kind of blow you off it's like oh dude i put all this energy and y'all don't want to do it like but i thought y'all <laughs> wanted to do it you know what i mean and then then you do right. that and then i internalize that oh maybe it's me
1: mm-hmm. ah i see you send the tides on yourself yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so, interesting
0: yeah
2: I definitely like when I saw your seventh house of partnership and then I heard you talk about like your ex and like your current partner I was like holy fucking shit I was like this is it you know (laughs) like because like you have can I can I tell you about it is that gonna ruffle any feathers I don't want to like
0: I I don't get offended so
3: cool yeah. cool 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 well
2: then you are a friend of mine the
0: only the only time I get upset is when when I, I have an idea that like I just said hey it sounds good everybody wants to do it and I I, I plan it together and then nobody wants to do it it's like such a bummer but that I is a it. it's like, like come on y'all yeah it's like oh, y'all want to have a fire you know Friday after work and da, 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 da. yeah yeah let's do it and then friday comes and ah oh, dude i got to reschedule i got to reschedule that is it's a, a
1: huge bummer
0: but you all yeah. wanted this but anyway <laughs> go ahead ruffle my feathers
2: okay so are you ready to go into the deep astrology woo like sure. okay so <laughs> so there's A couple of axes at play. There's the first house and the seventh house. They work together. The first house is the house of the self. It's like the who that you are, you know? Uh, The seventh house is very much like the other, like the partner, the mirror, like the where you, like, it's what you kind of like externalize as something that you're not. So you push it to the outside of your energy field. And then what's on the outside of your energy field that attracts you know, the partners that you interact with. So that's how I kind of see the first and the seventh house axis interacting. And you have like very much a lot of stuff in the first house and the seventh house, you know, and I kind of, so you have pluto which i don't know if you're too familiar with like the mythology of pluto and like the journey into the underworld and the descent and like the really like going fucking through shit so that you can alchemize it and transmute it and then you can like have transformative experiences perhaps that are positive like or whatever you know it's that whole hero's journey of pluto but uh Pluto is in your seventh house of partnership, like, and relate like romantic partnerships, business partnerships, friendships, you know, it's just the other, the mirror, you know? And so Pluto in the seventh house can attract like narcissists or people who are like unnecessarily volatile or like just have a lot of like trauma or have a lot of edge to them or like addicts, you know, like that kind of signature. And like, once you get out of that loop though, holy fucking shit, you can have like amazing relationships that are very close, very bonded, you know, and you also have, um, this, uh, really interesting thing going on in your seventh house too. It's called the North node of the moon. This is a point in the astrology chart that gets at something like reincarnation or, you know, your prior lifetimes your prior existences here and you know it's just pattern that you kind of like incur over the course of many lifetimes perhaps we get in these loops we're all stuck in loops you know and so like the south node has to do with your past lives where you've been and the north node has to do with what you're trying like what you as a soul in this incarnation in this body are trying to like master or like achieve you know and you kind of get little blessings when you really kind of lean into the, the north node in your chart like you kind of feel like you're operating without skin in a way because it's uncomfortable it doesn't feel right you know but it's it can be liberating you know too, to like step into that but So you have the south node in Aries in your first house where you have moon and mercury and you have all of this stuff that kind of keeps you tethered to yourself. Like in your prior lifetimes, you probably like were a hermit or like, you know, living in the woods, just like doing your own thing. And like, you could probably be alone for like A long time like happily content to like stay in your imagination and just like create shit and like do whatever learn you know just like you could keep you have so much going on like mentally and like spiritually that you could just keep yourself probably occupied forever but there is i'm gonna
0: cut you off right there just for one second okay i (laughs) always even tell my wife you give me basic tools i'll build (laughs) them fucking shelter
2: dude and yeah i will
0: live completely off the grid and and off mm-hmm. the land like I, oh yeah to me to me that that is satisfying it's hard work Heck, but yeah. it's satisfying yeah and, and and oh keep going you're blowing my Good. mind uh, <laughs> yay i know i'm
2: glad that i got to be your introduction to astrology i'm like I, i'm loving this okay. thank you for letting yeah. me do this um so your North node is in the seventh house in Libra. So this is the house of the other, the house of partnership and like, you know, relationship. And like, so you, even though like you are so like, I could be alone and build a like, Oh, and here we are. I find myself in this castle. What the fuck? You know, it was almost like I, like pulled it down from spirit which I consider to be like Pisces and turned it into something that can actually exist here like a spark like Aries you know it's like that's so you're good you know but there is on a soul level anyway a desire to partner and a desire to figure out what that feels like to like be all in another person's business and like space and stuff and like so there is that Energy of like you keep getting fucking pushed to partner and to partner and to partner and you're like what the actual fuck <laughs> like what you know and maybe I don't know I could just see Pluto being like super tumultuous but like the North Node being like maybe kind of similar to the situation you're in now where like you kind of get that cookie you know when you like break that pattern you know you get that cookie and I know that you got a couple ass weapons like at the beginning or whatever but like you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. So I'm just going
3: to show it it all for the cookie. You
2: did it all for the cookie
3: and that's it. My God. (laughs) like
0: (laughs) That's everything I've been, been like feeling almost like my whole life. Like, you know, you go in at me, I, I, I always wanted to be like the the white knight writing in to save the damsel in distress. Oh, rescue. Not a, that's not always the good thing because sometimes <laughs> the damsel is really fucked up and she's the damsel for a reason. You know what I mean? And she's the no damsel offense,
1: that'll eat you. Yeah. You Professional know, and, damsel. Yes.
0: And, and no offense to, to, to you two. But then I meet my, my now wife, and in the beginning, it was kind of like that but it was only kind of like that because she came out of a really really fucked up abusive relationship you know what I yeah mean? and yeah you know there was there was times where no I'm, I'm done N- not me her she's like no I'm done we can't do this and then we joke you know that that turned out to be an every Monday thing we were breaking up you know in, in, yeah. in the first year or so and then we just slowly grew and i'm not going to say our our marriage is perfect do we have right. arguments yes yeah every couple does and mm-hmm. but the way we argue she will spat off what she's feeling and i shut up and i won't talk and hmm. at first Probably she yeah. hated that hated it she was like oh why aren't you fighting back i'm like like <laughs> sorry, I'm jamming you out. I, 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 I want no part of it. Now she is learning to use that and do the same thing. She'll, oh, and we won't talk for a couple of days. And then eventually, okay, well, cool. slow conversations. And then we'll have a conversation about what happened real brief and mm-hmm. okay. All right, we're done. Now we're back to being happy, jovial, you know, yeah it, so and we
3: <laughs> started at one
0: yeah. yeah there you go
3: <laughs>
0: do any of you uh, any of you two listen to tool
1: a little bit yeah, yeah. no uh
0: I, I i think you would actually really connect with tool start with uh their Lateralis
3: album.
2: okay i will yeah, I, would, I promise I feel like I would connect with Tool. And it's funny that I've had this thought like now multiple times that there are two different groups of people who listen to Tool. I say Uh as someone who listens to zero Tool. (laughs) (laughs) But like the... So I feel that like one group is like exceedingly intelligent and like brilliant and like sees it and like Tool sees it or something. And so it's like a whole thing. And then I think that the other part of the people that listen to tool
1: are like opposite
2: end of the intelligence spectrum <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: well there's like the sacred and the profane right and like they come together in so much of what like what even like not to p- compare tool to pop music but even pop music which a lot there's the same kind of you know um populace that listens to it it's for everybody but like you know if you get it you get it and if you don't you don't and it's not um it's some people can just enjoy like bopping their head, and some people like really get what the words are about, and like they get like the math and they get like you know, they get the whole like spirit of tool and what is like yes. what they are a tool for, if you will. So it's interesting, um, to see the different levels at which people understand and appreciate music. But I'm glad there's all sorts of different levels because it's really fun and people it creates all sorts of neat conversations. <laughs>
0: oh, absolutely. Yay. How did you? How did you get into astrology this deep? Because I, I, me personally in, in, in my character, I want to be where, where you're at to where I can just sit there and look at this, look at that, you know, flip this tarot card and and, whatever the case may be, you know, being, and I have no problem saying I'm a noob. that that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast, because I want to guess on such as both of you, yes is I want to be more educated I always crave more knowledge you know mm-hmm. and anything totally. that I, I take up as a hobby I, I, I do everything in my my power to master whether mm-hmm. it was DJing when I was in the air force or nice. luxury or whatever hobby it was you know and right now this is my new hobby and but at the same time, I feel this is a hobby that I I don't want to let go because I know it's gonna constantly give me new information, new ways to think, to open my quote unquote third eye and, and just view things mm-hmm. on a different level and and a different perspective, whether it, it could be good, it could be bad. And, and mm-hmm. when I say bad, it, it doesn't necessarily it just it, it just might be a little darker but with some light in it you know what i mean so yeah
2: balance all in balance yeah yeah
1: uh maybe, maybe I'll, how uh, did you get started in, in um astrology mayor did you were you oh, doing it in college
2: yeah. <laughs> or sorry <laughs> thanks girl
3: That's um a- yeah. well
2: so i let's see i was 19 and i was working not no i was no i was I was 20 or I was 19 or something. I was one of those ages and I was working at a yoga studio and someone asked me what my moon sign was and I was like what do you mean? What is my moon sign? What, you know, and so of course like I went, you know, down infinity rabbit holes and I was studying psychology and I was pretty like academic uh you know kind of in terms of like approaching that like I was really an overachiever i really i really did the most and like burnt my but burnt my toast <laughs> yes. um, and so you know like I started learning about astrology and I just couldn't stop it was like so it was just fascinating to me like I have a lot of like um astrology that's very like underworldish as well you know and so I kind of like It was the first time, I guess, that I felt seen in some of those archetypes. And so I was like, okay, there's obviously something to this. And so I use it to get inside, not to go outside. I, you know, this is all space, right? So I think that, like, we have like different aspects and different representations of whatever the cosmos, quote unquote, is in ourselves. And that's like what I've, focus on you know I mean there's definitely like you know but I started just kind of like looking at like you know I love like Myers-Briggs and Enneagram and all of those different like typing mm-hmm. systems my mind just like eats that shit alive like loves it you know so um yeah with, I just
3: how
0: are you with Dramatria
2: um you know i have kind of like I like it i could probably like i probably could pick up gematria and kind of like get into that like a little bit more than i have been and like i've looked up my name and i've looked up my house and i've looked up like i i fuck with gematria but there's only so much time in the day you know what i mean and like there's only like so much information that like i can ingest inside of my
1: fucking skull but what? yeah i like it when other people do it and then mm-hmm. like you can kind of add it supplementally to the things right. that you're learning you know what i mean like because it's always like if the gematria matches up to something that you're on to it's just like one more sink that you can kind of keep in your pocket yeah um, have you ever read the caballion either of you no isn't that just I like highly- the hermetic laws yeah. I highly recommend it. It's really, really excellent. And basically the seven principles they talk about in there mm-hmm. can be like reflected, um, and back to you in everything. It's it's so true. It's, was it's just, a really good foundational piece. Go ahead.
2: I was just talking about natural law with my friend who I really want to have on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, I want to talk to her about um like natural law and like gene and genes genetics and like how some of those things interplay Mm -hmm. with what's going on right now and yeah like that is so true what you just said and anybody can tune into the natural laws or the universal laws and the or the hermetic laws i mean you can find them under several
0: can i ask a quick question go ahead completely off topic is, was that fan in, in your house when you moved in, or is that one you put in?
2: No, this was here. Dude, oh, okay. I fucking hit the jackpot with this place because I think I tried to ch- turn my camera around at the beginning to show you like the river. Um, yeah. this, uh-huh. is, this is some gold pill shit for real because I was calling out for, I was like, I need to move. I need to move like to the universe, you know? And then, remember. oh yeah, Amy. <sighs> You freaking were a you really like you really held so much, so much space for me in that process. And man, like That's I am awesome.
1: grateful. Yeah. But she Thanks. got to the coolest cottage with the coolest fan.
2: Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's like between a mountain and a river. Like, I don't know. I am just I'm not gonna question it. I'm just gonna, we're just gonna accept it. And I, I think
0: where you're at, the vibe that I'm getting, you're gonna get a lot of good energy coming off
2: oh my god I mean I already feel it after being up here for a few days you know I went back home um, a couple days ago to take my mom somewhere and I just felt that like very compressed type Mm -hmm. of frequency and now here I feel yeah it's just you go where you feel appreciated and there's definitely like something in spirit here that is like come here you know
0: exactly and I'm
2: like Okay, (laughs) I will not question it. I will just allow it. (laughs) Here we go.
0: So, do you guys, both of you girls? I'm sorry, I keep saying guys, but both of you women. um, I know, I (laughs) know. You you big, tall, bald, racist,
3: misogynist (laughs) bastard. (laughs) You,
0: these are
1: not, I don't,
0: yes, you exist. Do do (laughs) either of you forage for? wild mushrooms
1: no but i would absolutely i don't but i would yeah i don't know um i in california i think i'm too i'm too ignorant to know the difference between mm. what is what is edible and what is it's poisonous there, there but, um... is there
0: there are so many um youtube videos tiktok videos uh even even apps out there yeah, can help you identify okay. them. Um, like, like when I go on YouTube, I'll, I'll, I'll search my, like, I'll put in, you know, Northeastern, you know, edible mm. wild mushrooms, you know, yeah. you're out in California, you're going to have some that might grow over here, but you're going to have others. And I, I will tell you, uh, when, when I found chicken in the woods, I was like, holy shit, What's chicken in the woods? Oh, chick, it tastes just like chicken. Uh huh. Okay, so it's a kind of mushroom, yes.
1: Wow.
0: So I brought it home and cleaned it up. And uh huh, they recommend you just use a toothbrush, you know, don't, no water, what have you. And okay, so I cleaned it up, put it in the freezer. You know, they said you freeze it and last up to a year. I was like, okay, great. Well, the one night I was cooking chicken parmesan for uh my family and mm-hmm. so my wife and my son were son was over for, for, for dinner and I I deep fried some of these pieces of okay and I put them under their chicken okay so okay they, they sat there they devoured their chicken parm
3: yeah and
0: I said I come out and I said so how how was your guys's chickens yeah my wife goes what do you mean by chickens? Oh, <laughs> I said, well, your your chicken breast and your chicken in the woods. Immediately, both of their faces, because my son hates fucking mushrooms, but he he ate them. My wife loves mushrooms. And she's like, Are we we're not gonna trip balls, are we? I'm like, no, they think uh, fucking cow shit. Okay. <laughs> wrong, <laughs> wrong type of mushroom.
1: Wrong kind. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, my 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 wife was like, "Well, I was eating it, and, and I thought it tasted kind of funny." I'm like, "No, you're just saying that now." She goes, "Okay, yeah, it actually, I, I thought it was just little pieces of chicken that might have fell off, and you bred it."
3: Yeah. Was like, yeah,
0: that's chicken in the woods. And then I found the golden gold of wild mushrooms called lion's mane. And okay. Oh, oh my God!
2: Yes, lion's mane, yummy.
3: Yeah, oh. you've had it.
2: Really good for your brain, which yes. is like a really important thing to be consistently like protecting.
0: Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Now. Interesting. I found this one; it was about the size of a baseball. So I brought it home, cleaned it up, and the one night I sliced it up. I put a little bit of butter in the pan and just sauteed it, and brought it out and my i said to my wife I said here try this This is supposed to be really really tasty and she took a bite of it and she goes her eyes just got big she goes that that tastes like crab dipped in butter i said
3: oh wow yeah
0: it does doesn't it and i said some people say lobster some people say crab and we sat there and devoured the whole thing i said if i would make an a, a clam chowder. I, I wouldn't even put the clams in. I, if, if I had enough lion's mane, I would throw that all in. And after eating that for the next day or two, my my cognitive thoughts were just—I yeah. I had no fog. And Dude, it, mushrooms
1: it was are crazy.
0: no joke. Yeah. can we? Myself.
1: Can we just like have a quick discussion here about, okay, so every summer, like at the end of the summer, I get tons of mushrooms in the backyard, and they're not the kind that you can eat. However, whenever I'm like picking them up so my dog doesn't eat them, I notice they have a very interesting shape. And I can't help but think like there's just these life forms that like come out of nowhere. And it's like, when are we just gonna acknowledge that, like this is like an alien species? And like we're ingesting well,
0: well each mushroom consciousness, each head, depending. I could pick one lion's mane here, uh-huh. pick this lion's mane here. They're both gonna have their own unique DNA structure.
1: Okay, like plants. interesting.
0: Plants I pick a pick a daisy here and I pick a daisy here, their their chemical makeup and is right. gonna be the same. Mushrooms, completely different. And mushrooms they, are yeah.
3: similar
2: to humans in that way.
0: Yes. And when, wow. Where they're growing out of their mycelium um, branches out to everywhere in the forest where trees use their mycelium, okay? Uh, I dropped a seed. It might be a little too close, so it'll tell the mycelium, don't give that one as much water as the one that's further away. I see. That tree will grow. Right, the intelligence. if, If you have Netflix, watch The Fantastic Fungi.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: It, yeah, I've heard it's really good. After especially said, if like, you're not, if you're smoking, some, yeah,
0: smoking a little bit of you know green. It,
2: hey, we all partake. My bad check. I'm yes, jealous. we <laughs> all have like one thing that's interesting. That's kind of a synchro is that we all have like late stage Pisces in our charts and rebel rebel. Well, okay, yeah. So, so
0: me and Amy or or pisces what are you
2: well i'm a leo but he's a brain my, heart
0: oh you're a lion yes. yeah
2: you know it's a little <sighs> bit like that but, um my moon sign is pisces and it's at the like 23rd degree which is right where amy's son is your son's not too far from that so we all kind Wait, of my sun's
1: right. on the 23rd degree in pisces
2: I think it's, like, right on my moon. It's, like, the 23rd or the 22nd. Yeah, wait, we're, okay,
1: interesting. Because the 23rd Which, and Pisces, I think we've talked about this before. That, like, think of those two things is very interesting to me, especially with the the Rebel Rebel. But go ahead. Go ahead. Well, wanna... yeah,
2: because the late-stage Pisces is, like, very witch trial, ritual burning, like, censorship. Like, it's that same kind of theme that comes back every reset like Mm -hmm. that and so and it is like it's the last 10 degrees of the whole zodiac so with it it carries a little bit of everything a little bit of each sign and it's super magical always super connected to both the bowels and the heavens you know it's very like it's interesting but yeah it's the best
3: it's the best place
0: (laughs) I noticed on uh Sam Tripoli says this a lot, Ah. the elite use astrology or something something to that effect, like the the, the globalists, the Kabbalah,
3: use it, know it,
0: and the rich don't. However, or vice versa, I forget how it goes. Now, us common people are really getting into it, and it's really resurging, because... I will ask you, Meredith, are we in the age of Aquarius now? or
2: um, I don't believe so.
1: No. I, I think funny. I, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I almost stole your thunder.
2: Yeah, no worries. I, I have some thoughts on this. So every time that I have lived through an end of the age as a soul, there's like way bigger earth changes and bigger cataclysms and bigger like type events, like always like at the end of the age there's like a devolution into totalitarianism and like war and like high strangeness and you know some just some interesting
0: you don't you don't like common themes right now though like we've been at war for so long with yeah i all these countries high strangeness people getting more into like bigfoot ufos uh ghosts you know whatever no, and then, yeah,
2: that's
0: you know, I believe
2: that we are like nearing the end of the age, but that the end of the age has not yet come. I think it gets louder and louder and more dramatic. And you know, I like, think
1: what she's saying, Ghost, is that you ain't seen nothing yet.
3: Hey, well, <laughs> exactly. what she's
1: saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you see that's a lot, of, but you ain't seen nothing yet.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, like, and I think that whatever
0: the is not you know, everybody thought, oh, the world was going to end, but then. There are people out there that that point to it was like, no, that was just the age of Pisces ending and we're going into the age of Aquarius. So
1: have I you know. guys seen that meme going around or not a meme, but it's the idea going around that like the actual lion calendar, like it's, that was based on the Gregorian calendar not the Mayan calendar, but the 2012 date. And that actually, if you were to like account for the the differences and and dates that were like, that's actually this year. And there's a lot of other reasons people think it's this year, there's the Olympics, there's a million reasons people think it's this year, but it's interesting, a lot has changed.
2: It's off the rails right now. Like we're about to go in some really interesting
1: directions from what I feel. I think we're like in this weird, like in between phase, like we're kind of like at the end the beginning and we are kind of figuring out who we are as people and then who we want to be as a civilization and I think that those two I think you have a very um for lack of a better understanding like a very naturally focused group of people that don't really want to um they don't really have any interest in like going into like the Borg and then you have the people who don't really understand that there's like a natural world and they think the Borg is the natural world and They're going to fight to protect the board because it's what they know. And we're going to have kind of this like battle royale, whether it's of wits or like, I don't know, dance battle. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think that's kind of where we're at. And that's going to determine the greatness or the craziness of wherever the, uh, you know, um, Aquarius goes that's my assessment.
2: Oh yeah. I like that you talk about the end and the beginning because ultimately like, what is the difference really? But it is like, we're maybe we're in like the change. Cause like, it really like does get like super uncomfortable in that change. Like when the sun is like popping off with it's like shit that it's doing and like everything is happening. Eh, you know, it was like, but like ultimately, like, I think that for me, Part of the gold pill has been like, how am I going to act as an individual through this time? you know, like what is my like footprint going to be, and like where like what is what is my like what how do I actually feel about any anything everything you know?
1: yeah i I think for a long time um what kind of kept me from a gold pill perspective, let's say for months and months was that I thought that all, it was all or nothing like technology was bad and the natural world was all that was good. Or it was just this like really black and white sort of understanding. And as I sort of navigate through this now, it's, um, again, the conscious engagement always comes up, but it's this huge understanding of there are going to be things that we're going to have to engage with and it's better just to make sure that you are understanding what they're taking from you. And if you don't want that, then don't use it, you know, and it's just going to be um, a lot it's of, it's going to be a lot of knowing things for yourselves and yeah, like just doing your own research and figuring stuff out in our community is going to get stronger for it, you know?
0: And it comes back to like, like what you were just saying at the end of the day, it's yin and yang, you know, you have, yeah. you have to have the balance of, one to complete the balance of the other you know and mm-hmm. i was the same way you know oh it, it's got to be all natural the machines are bad you know this that the third what whatever it may be and you have to find a balance that is going to help you but not only help you but help you help others and connect Bingo. With them.
2: oh my fucking gosh i cannot believe that you just said that out of your mouth like for that real was because, wow, yeah, That was very
1: brilliant yeah well
2: because that's exactly like what amy and I, that's what amy and i have been talking about for the last like few weeks um you know like the internet has a consciousness you know like this thing that we're interacting with right now like mm-hmm. it's It's observing us, it's sensing us as we are sensing it. So it has a consciousness, you know. And I think that, like, I wonder, like, what if our strategy is completely off? What if we need to, like, cultivate a diplomatic relationship with whatever this consciousness is, try to reason with it? I mean, it's basically like, right now, like harvesting us all the time. So like, Mm -hmm. why can't we, why can't we just leave it at that? Like, you know what I mean? And like, continue to enjoy life. Like, why do we have to merge with it? And can we choose like our level of engagement? Can we choose like what we choose to take on and what we choose to leave behind? You know, can we choose, does it have to be like I don't know. I mean, I I I love like you said like reading into the Bible and I was just talking about this today with the girl that I was flying with, but like um but you know, it's like I think that a lot of that is programming like a lot of the Bible is, you know, and so I personally don't want to experience like the book of revelations in my life. Like I actually revoke i just that's not even that's not even my story that's not even my god that's not even no, and my it, if, if you
0: take that story literally yeah literally like
2: i know aren't like, we aren't we on. grown up yeah like, well, yeah
0: and then but, but then they are look,
2: using it as a script like they that's are. like absolutely very literal
0: you know, girl oh,
1: yes they are
2: i don't a, like it and a so dragon's like,
0: tail yeah. will wipe out one third of the earth yeah yeah oh, oh, oh. you so mean we like draco like... wiping out coming into its own certain constellation and wiping out one third of the stars like is that yeah. what you're talking about like right
1: yeah we don't oh, we try on. to just not imagine that one third of the stars are going to get knocked out at all and that we're all just going to like learn how to vibe together because right. something there has to be an understanding that comes over us at some point and, you know, um, I don't remember what part of the Bible it was, but Mary, uh, Mary in the Bible, she experiences like the angels, I guess, are really scary from what I understand. I used to think they were like heavenly, but now it's like you hear about them from a different perspective, but like, oh, no, girl, they're scary. And so I'm like, oh, OK, you're right. They talk about how they're not frightening, but they talk about how Mary wasn't frightened of the angels. And I kind of thought this idea through. um It goes back to this really cool story i heard a while back of this guy um he walked he had his earbuds in and he walked into the store and he ordered a or he's like i want a pack of cigarettes and he tried to get them, and everyone looked at him like he was like crazy and they were all scared and he takes out his earbuds and he essentially realizes like the place is being robbed but because he wasn't afraid because he was just he was like not you know paying attention to his surroundings he didn't have the time to be afraid it totally threw off the robber, right? And so the robber like ran out and that like disarmed the whole thing. And so it's like, just not um, being afraid of something is really, really powerful. And it always comes back to me, the movie Moana, where like she's, everyone's like really afraid of like, um, I can't remember the name, but like the big lava monster, but like she has to just like care about it and it like cools her down and then it becomes her friend. And that's kind of what it does we, it's the fear that like stokes everything, you know, and I think that we have a lot of control over it if we can recognize danger without fear. Oh, absolutely. I think
2: like recognizing too, that there's like an extra dimensional component to this. That's why I keep coming back to gold is because even just being in that frequency feels so good, feels so empowering. Like when I, you know, so it's like
0: gold is a very good conductor of energy.
2: Yeah, like, and we have to like transmute this shit somehow. You know, it's like that's and, like, and every
0: every time you, you you speak, I I hear tool lyrics, and, and I'm telling oh. you,
1: you need to. I'm telling you, Meredith. You She's he's to, saying that you're wise, Meredith, because tool lyrics wise, are incredibly beyond now, this this age. There um, there is some Saturn
0: Saturnalia worship type. Do your own research into tool, but however, the lyrics, I mean, tool tool has been there, and if you look at it in a spiritual mm-hmm. type of mindset,
2: they've looked out into the abyss, so to speak, and yes, they saw it, what it, was there. <laughs> it, it, it,
0: it will help you through anything that you oh wow ever want to go through. Like okay, it's it, it, it's it's crazy their newest album they have a they have a song called numa and maynard the lead singer is talking about being created from one breath numa air one uh-huh. breath, one foot nailed and then one spark the divine uh-huh. spark of creation like
3: that's and, it
0: and he's not he's not pinpointing it on on any religion it's it's just there is a creator. Someone created us. We were created from something. And I think we're in that age where, or or time, maybe not even age, but time where people are connecting, like you two are connecting with me and I'm connecting with you. And we're talking about this and, and bouncing off ideas off one another and you know, Meredith, you came at me with, with with some awesome zodiac stuff, and Amy, you're up there, kind of fighting off the urge to to go into some tarot, and and I feel like <laughs> you want to go into some tarot, but you're holding back. But you know, like I said, it, we're here for a reason. You know, we're we are connecting with each other for a reason you know you, you two are the first full-on women that i've ever had on my podcast and, and, Woo! and
3: I, first, women. Yes. first women, now
0: i i did have cisco who 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 is a female and i did a talk at the tavern i had a friend i'm in but a full-on interview with with two women and when, when uh-huh. i first started this i was like well i don't think i should do that because you know i'm a guy and da oh you're you're whatever yeah might come with it and at the end of the day it's like no these two women have a lot to fucking offer and might even be smarter than 90 percent of the listening audience on certain fucking topics at the end of the day you know that's when it comes nice. to astrology and tarot <laughs> and, and what have you and your your podcast is gonna fucking zoom uh, i'm gonna tell you that it's, it's gonna that's
1: fucking so zoom. cool <laughs> i feel it i feel it yeah you know it's really cool about the tarot um, is one of the the neatest things that you kind of learn. I, we both come from psychology backgrounds. We both studied psychology in college. Um, is that you it kind of it's it plays around with archetypes and the subconscious and it's all really just a huge part of you. And it basically gives you some doorways into understanding some like energy patterns. And then from there, you can kind of go more and more deep into what those things are but it really gives you a nice gateway um, of explaining people like human nature and just like these stories that keep on happening over and over again whether it's like history or war or just you know the you can't stop dating a certain kind of person you know there's a million ways that kind of stuff uh you know manifests and so i think that what throws people off of tarot and astrology is that they think there's like some uh i don't know they have the, like some bad juju attached to yeah. it you and know, uh i, like I, I said, imagine
0: you grow up and yeah, you think tarot and and, and all that, that that's of the devil you can't
1: yeah devil. um and i think that that's uh, you know getting over your fear is a mm-hmm. huge part of all of this and that's a real and i think it's kind of built baked into the cake if you will that they're trying to kind of scare people off that that maybe don't have like the stomach for it at the time and like when you're ready it'll make sense the truest thing that I've ever heard in like spiritual circles is like when you're the student is ready the teacher will appear and that doesn't mean it's going to be a person but it's like some like even some song even some tool lyric that when you heard it for the first time when you were like 15 or something like that will mean something totally different to you in 20 years and 10 years and that's the kind of stuff that just keeps on building on itself and making oh, more and more sense.
0: Absolutely. And I yeah. think that is why when I heard you guys on the Red Pill Cartel, uh, mm-hmm. I was like I want them on my on my show as a guest because you yeah. both of you exude so much good energy. and and knowledge to the point where um I wasn't really nervous coming into this but I was a little bit because we'd never really talked you know yeah we see each other on on, you know Instagram posts or what have you but as soon as the three of us started talking it was like "Oh, oh yeah we've been friends for like oh you know, 30 fucking years or 30 fucking lifetimes, you know what I mean? Like the energy and the old energy and everything else that has been brought to the table, because we're all, all three of us are of different ages. And, but yet we're talking as if we were all alive at one time and we have knowledge of what we, we need to bring to each other. And when I'm sitting here, Hey, I'm a noob. Uh, you know pick my mind you know tell me astrology do this do that yeah I want I want to learn and then you know Amy you're bringing you know some tarot and
3: and yeah yeah
0: yeah. it's just it's beautiful and
1: then you're bringing stuff about mushrooms and everything is everything and so we're all I mean truly we're all just sharing information and everyone at uh and our group seems to learn in lots of different ways. And I, the more vast the subject matters, it's, the better, you know, I think it's oh, really absolutely.
3: cool. As, Sometimes the
1: most mundane stuff has like the most spiritual, you know, like pack it punched in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, how about so, we
0: yeah. wrap, it, wrap it there and we'll talk a little bit off the air and okay. plug, plug and plug away, please.
1: Um, You can at check Meredith me out. Lucky Stars. <laughs> Go ahead, Mayor. <laughs>
3: oh, she I dropped, she, she dropped am, her phone.
1: Yes, I am a take the gold pill on um, Instagram and on uh, on TikTok, and you can listen to us at Meredith Lucky Stars. On YouTube, that's where our gold pill is, and we're figuring out where else to post it. So, um, we're look for us at a place near you where you can get podcasts. And also, if you want a tarot reading or anything, hit me up through the uh, the DMs on oh, yeah. Take the Gold Pill. Awesome,
2: her tarot readings are awesome, can affirm. Um, so let's see. So, I'm on Instagram at Meredith Sucky Stars, and I do have. I did put two episodes of the gold Hill podcast on Spotify. So you can find those there. And then, hmm, I don't know. I like to do astrology readings for people and I do energy work and help people to release entities and break agreements and get into the creepy shit. So okay. Yeah.
3: And, and i can affirm
1: she is incredible she is like eye-opening with her astrology readings you will leave a different person uh you and more my, knowledgeable really person. Nice. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah right right well thanks Especially y'all as,
0: as a yeah. new coming into it i'm just like oh you're talking my planets my moons my my this my that i'm just like trying to write it down i'm like i'm never gonna well you have this it. so recorded
2: and it yes. happens like for your podcast so you can always listen
0: to it <laughs> absolutely I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll hit repeat and listen to it again and write everything yeah. down so
1: yay it was really nice to meet you Ghost. thank you yes, so much for so having. much fun ghost thank oh, you no.
0: it was an honor to to have you you ladies on and and i'm i'm sure we'll we'll do more more podcasts together we shall
1: meet again we shall yes
0: so on that note uh everybody you know where to find me. I I put everything in my intro. So, having said that, enjoy the rest of your day, night, evening, or wherever you are at what point in day, moon, sun,
3: whatever. Thank you for There was. Yes.